Dude, I'm totally down. Our thoughts feed industries. I'm Tyler Colombero. This is Symbiosis Now. For this episode, we had on, once again, the infamous local skeptic. You know what every word has in common? It has a proper spelling. That's a trip. The idea that you spell words. They're literally spells. Spells. From the language, that's what it clearly must have evolved from is people talking in tongues until we made one or two or hundred dominant languages across the world. Words that meant something to get some type of physical message across. And when we think about language, what I always think about is, you know, we talk about animals and how like animals don't have like the same type of speech that we have, but they still communicate with you. They have communication for sure. They, they just don't they have do these have linguistic tongue slapping around but big mouth noises talking is that like a very like positive evolutionary trait or a negative one that we have to use loud words to communicate across you know like this table right here like we have to like voice things out to understand each other but other animals they're animals that just kind of like look at each other and they talk to each other like you would think like that's actually a really really advanced trait that they have so in a sense, like, are they more advanced than us as a species? Like, yeah, we have thumbs and shit, and we cook food, and we build homes, but at the same time, like, when it comes to, like, how we communicate, you know, in our in our life, like, I, I feel like there's other animals that are more evolved yeah. cognitively. Yeah. Know? Or maybe even as a community. Like, there's more symbiosis within that species. No doubt. I think, I mean, if we talk evolve, like, for sure, I think every animal's evolved to its own fucking crazy advantageous possibilities you know whatever's going to help them have the leg up in the environment in which we live but i think humans have been in this predicament it's the human condition it's almost part of us knowing too much about our existence but then not enough all at the same time like simultaneously and trying to make noises at each other to understand what's going on in my mind i'm speaking right now to you to the listener and you're hearing the words I'm saying and they're computing into making sense while you're hearing this if you speak English yeah, if you understand this is language. resonating yet each word I say means something but you interpret it immediately like in immediate time it's beautiful it's beautiful but it, oh, it's beautiful and I feel like that's what's so cool about it is it's unique to humanity I think it's become a devolving trait in a way. Yeah. Because we don't develop any more language now. It's just forever going to be English typed. Or are we going to go to ones and zeros? Eventually, that's all we type and we have to know the coding. Right. Like we have Because this is the way we've, we've done this. It's actually really beautiful that we can lazily throw around so many words and still understand what each word I'm saying means and where it fits into the sentence that takes an incredible amount of brain power just to be listening to how fast i'm talking to be listening and understanding what i'm saying in real time well i think that it's a great tool because we get it to be expressive but in a way that's our way of communicating telepathically we're just using noises 
because you're understanding it cognitively in your brain, but via the noises I'm making, it you're receiving it and interpreting it. Yeah. But it's almost like the way you were describing it is that animals may perhaps most animals don't do that. They just telepathically almost kind of just know what they're saying. But in a way, is that a good trait or a bad trait? I don't really think you could say that. I think that it's more about character differences in, in animals, you know, and animals do communicate. Dogs bark sometimes. They do make noises and other dogs start barking all crazy, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's just, we use it more and I think we lean on it too much. So who's to say that those f- few p- folks out there that swear they can read people's minds and shit, maybe they can, but they have to wait for the right person so that they can actually be receptive to reading that person's mind, you know? It depends on the person you're trying to read. Yeah. That makes sense. But, like, I don't I don't know. I think it's not easy to say that uh, the way that we communicate is, like, devolved, like, like not properly tree. progressing or something like that. Like, it's, like, a negative uh, cognitive declining... Uh, way of communicating i think yes and no i think that's why we now invented fucking email and all this other shit now we're using just we're going back old school like writing letters but we're now they're all typed typed so there's less character involved now we become robots slowly disconnected yeah i feel like we're just getting further from connection to how humans have originally communicated yeah but are we going somewhere with this? And I think that's always the ultimate talk. When anything political, everything, where are we going with this? You know, Where are we going with the progression, quote-unquote, of humanity? Where are we going with these standardized tests that they have every year from kindergarten to high school? You know? What are we being con- uh, getting conditioned to? Like, what are we getting ready for? What's the standard? Too. Who sets the baseline standard? Who makes that rule? When everyone varies. Gosh, dude, I'm very intelligent. You're very intelligent. But I suck at taking tests. I also suck at reading. I read slow. I'm very good at reading. I can read it with pizzazz and character because I pick up on that. But I think the modern world, how fast things move and how fast people are expected to read material and stuff, we're not being trained to observe what we're reading. We're trained to... Remember it short term, spit it back out in a very phantasmic way of typing it out real fast, no character. Retain and regurgitate. And that's it. Turn it in. Credit. Doesn't matter what the fuck you actually thought about it. Just get the grade, right? I disagree with that. That's why school's harder for me. I can't just go get the grade. I mean, I can in certain classes. Like if I just know it's going to be like that, I'll do what I got to do. That's what I do every every class really. But the reality is, is I take more time to chew on it. I ask a bunch of questions and people, you'd think people would like that more. Sometimes people are like, God, I was trying to get out of here. And it's like, get the fuck out of here. No one's holding you up. It's college. You can leave, bro. I'm asking questions because I don't understand this. And if you do, why don't you answer? Why don't you, why don't you talk about it when we walk out of here? Then on our way to our trucks, you can tell me what, what, what the teacher meant. Yeah. Since you're such a master, right? I think you're just searching for a better understanding Well, also, I think that I know I'm not no fucking master. I'm an idiot. I'm just a human being. I'm not that intelligent. And even amongst human beings, the most intelligent human being is kind of dumb when you really look at it. Like we could say, oh, how do you mean that? But the reality is, is we live in a huge universe with so many things going on. And like you just kind of made clear, so many animals have very 
unique characteristics about them. Insects, look at how they fucking do shit. Look at how they communicate, mass populate, make incredible damage, was the way we look at it. But they live fat on the hog if there ain't no pesticides in the world. In fact, they'd probably take us over. Right. Right. If we didn't have if we didn't have vaccinations, we'd get fucking killed by all these microscopic insects, which is like bacteria and fungal things and viruses. It's almost like each one of us, no matter what creature, species, whatever, somehow we are interlinked. Because there's too many connections where we are literally all on top of each other, within each other, floating around each other, whatever. We're still here in an environment together. And to deny that and be like, we need to go to Mars. We need to be away from this environment. Okay, okay, go go check out what's out there. But I'm pretty fucking sure you already know. You, if you, Why would you just go to a planet if you've never looked at it under a microscope and you don't have a good theory about what it's like there? Or how, how we would adapt to that climate, you know, whether we would live or die based on the life that's there, that that biome, you know, what if we, it just doesn't match us. And that's what's very important. That determines whether or not we live and can adapt in that environment. If it's just too toxic, we're going to die. That's just it. That's, you know, but um, I'd also, I, I, I heard you say, um, I, I just want to respectfully disagree with um, the the vaccination part and how that's like helped us with the micro um, you know the micro pathogenic world you know that those types of bugs just because I feel like if we're gonna give uh, you know anything credit for helping humanity I want to give major credit to to modern-day plumbing you know the, the the craftsmen that were brilliant enough to create systems that kept us away from waste yeah. And I think those right systems, underneath our noses. That intelligence is what actually drove a lot of humans away from disease and away from also malnourishment. Because a lot of the people that died of these horrible pathogenic uh, bacteria and viruses, the reason they died from it was because they were susceptible to it based on the environment that they lived in. That's why you saw most cases, those cases were in like the inner cities back in the early 1900s where you saw open sewers. You saw people living in filth, people living with their livestock. Pooping in a bucket, like five stories And just throwing it in the alley, yeah. Yeah. And not only that, but they were also very malnourished. Yeah. Because the food that they were able to get from their, you know, like food deserts today, you only have so many sources of where you can collect food. You know, those sources were rotted and toxic, you know, because they came from, like, the shit end of the, the industries that produced those products. Yeah. Right. And that, so when we get numbers of like deaths from all these different diseases in the world that humanity has been facing for millennia, you know, uh, the people that died horrible deaths from them were people that lived in very toxic environments. And the people that were able to leave those environments obviously were, were from those people because we're alive today. You know, our, our ancestors lived, they didn't die of the Black Plague. They didn't die of measles or polio. They didn't die of typhus and all these different diseases that have plagued humanity. But it's because our ancestors, we're privileged enough, I guess you could say, or fortunate enough that our ancestors came from probably a better time, a better place in those times. Because a lot of people fell, what what could I say, they fell victim to different industries that killed them young, killed many families young. And not, not just from the toxicities of where they lived in the industrialized cities, but also the jobs 
you know, they were slaves to their communities. To talk about families that grew up near coal mines, you had kids working at like eight years old, seven, six, six-year-olds working in coal mines. And people would die when, in their 30s because they were so malnourished and poisoned and beaten. and Black lung. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously those... Nah, I don't know what they'd get, but I know there's a lot of fucking lung disease associated with that shit too, for sure. And that's, trauma. That's, yeah, and trauma in general. Dad being an alcoholic because all he ever did was fucking mine coal. How the fuck would you blame that man almost for being an alcoholic when he could never leave that town and there's just white supremacy and they don't let no color people come in because we don't like different. We like to get drunks, keep everything the same, looking like everything's all good here, even though it's a disaster. Yeah. Yeah, it's that mentality, which I think is also fucking no no science or history behind this coming from tyler here guys but i really think a lot of problems originated from people having parasites and certain diseases within them that made them think in a weird manner that the 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 the, the, we are what we eat premise i feel like goes much deeper than we give it credit we're a product of our environment for sure yeah and that's that's what it leads up to because based on your environment that's can you know that determines what your nutrition is going to be like it's going to determine what your toxic intake is like you know some people live in environments where they're literally bathing in poison every single day they drink poison they're they're living in a very toxic environment and what you're going to see out of that community is people who are suffering people who are sick people who have cognitive difficulties and maybe a lot of different diseases because they're susceptible to those different pathogenic bacteria right and then like even if it's not like pathogenic or par- like parasites stuff like think about um i don't know if this is being considered pathogenic because i guess it is patho- it's pathological like it's it's fungal but like in the ergot poisoning during the salem witch trials and shit right it's definitely like i'm pretty sure it's fact now right like it's not just a conspiracy or like a thought that could have been the reason i think it's pretty much validated that the reason why those people were acting crazy and calling people witches and just thinking like the world is literally demons and angels right here right now was because they were eating the grain that was it was a wet year it got mold in it and the mold was ergot which apparently they make lsd out of lysergic acid out of the ergot mold the psychoactive so the reality though is this this ergot can fuck you up and kill you if you don't refine it like they do with LSD, right? But like the reality is, is these people didn't know that they were eating grain. Like they survived on, they needed bread, they needed whatever the fuck they were eating, and whatever, however they're eating grain, I don't fucking know. But they didn't have sufficient ways to dry it. Right, and and it was a wet year. You know how they dry it now? They spray Roundup yep. on it. Don't forget that shit. Yep. Don't eat a lot of grains. You got to know what the fuck they're coming from. Yeah, know where they're coming from. That's important. You eat them, grains- but don't eat them like all fucking gnarly and think that they're good for you. Some grains, there are particular grains out there, though, that are very beneficial. They have a lot of different antioxidants that we need. So we're not being specific at all. We're not scientists, doctors, or anything, Try not to eat conventional grains, like conventional breads. Like if you are going to consume them, do low amounts because they are. Roundup is used and, you know, they're they're, they're processed. No doubt. Now, off of the side rant, back into the Salem Witch Trials, these people were eating this grain that was contaminated with ergot mold, and they were tripping the fuck out, like, in a bad way. Like, not a happy, oh my god, I, I know who I am now, like you would on LSD, maybe. They're, like, on this shitty deadly ass end of the LSD trip, where their body's like, oh my god, these women are gonna kill us if they can read! Or whatever. Like, you know, because they're intelligenter than me. They're a threat, you know? And point is, is they went crazy, did crazy shit, burned a bunch of people at the stake, drunk <laughs> hella people, bro. And it's questionable that 
It was one giant bad trip. It was one bad contamination of an area, and that could happen anytime, anywhere. Especially now that like our water is controlled by exactly, it'd be very easy. You drive up the grapevine, you can see the Frank Kern Canal that comes from where we are in the Central Valley, by the way, and flows all the way down to ULA. Fuckers, you're welcome. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I didn't make the water. No one owns it, but you need it apparently. Point is, is it goes right over the grapevine, bro? You can see it when you're driving, especially when you're driving back. um, Back north, um, over the grapevine, you could see it on the right side of the road. So I guess if you're driving south, you see it on the left side of the freeway. But you know how it's split in a weird. You know what I mean? Like the grapevine's crazy. Anyone in the LA or fucking Central Valley area knows exactly what we're talking about. Um, but the reality is, is like that water's right there. You could toss a baggie of some crazy fucking terrible contaminants in there and contaminate the whole city, dude. Maybe who knows? If you don't have a filter downstream that filters that specific chemical, it ain't filtering the motherfucking chemical. That's what we forget. You know, maybe charcoal and certain things will take out certain contaminants and this and that, but it won't take out fucking fluoride. Think about that. All the fluoride that, that has been put in our water supply over the last fucking hundred years from the dentists. Why the fuck did they get a say to put anything in the water supply of the nation? Yeah, and there's no science that backs that even being, you know, healthy. Even if there was, fucking teeth are not more important than people's pineal gland. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's fucking intense, bro, when you start looking at that people shit. people need to realize, too, is when it comes to America, and I know we always make fun of, like, you know, England and different parts of Europe for having Do you mean the United team. States or America? I mean the United States. I'm right. sorry. That was... Yeah, no, it's I funny mean, how we do that, though, right? Yeah, we, I, I mean the United States. We have horrible teeth. We have horrible... We have a horrible biome in our mouth that creates uh, rotting teeth. Like, things like cavities are so common, especially in kids, which is so fucked up. We're lacking fiber, bro. No, we have a biome in our mouth, right? Yeah. And this biome that is living in our mouth, the bacteria that's present, there's always bacteria in your mouth. There's things living, there's bugs living in your mouth. And whether those bugs are good or bad, whether they're destroying the tissue or just living there and eating anything that you eat, you know, it's going to determine what the anatomy of your mouth looks like. Right. So if you're consuming things like, say, uh, things are high in processed sugars, a lot of different things that have a lot of different preservatives in it, which is most of what Americans eat. Uh, most of what U.S. citizens eat, they have a horrible diet, the processed foods, box foods. That's what's going to be stuck in your teeth, stuck in your mouth. That's what's going to be covering this this environment. So what's covering this environment is going to attract different bugs. You know, So if you're, you have a bunch of toxic things in your mouth all the time, you're going to see... Lila, <laughs> what the fuck, dude? You're going to see decay. You're going to see disease. That's Lila in the background. For the thumbnail of this episode, it's Lila. You'll see my dog. She's a pit bull bred with something. I don't know. She's a mud. I love the fuck out of her. She's over there scratching her ear all crazy and <laughs> moaning. And she was like licking her paw for the last like 10 minutes. So if you heard this like, like literally like someone's getting their dick sucked or some shit in the background. Sadly, that was my dog licking her paw all crazy for like 10 minutes. And she's fine. She's just like cleaning. She's just like, ooh. They're not doing anything important right there. Yeah. But we are, man. We're talking some good stuff. It's it's a trip to me that our environment today is so toxic, but we act like it's not. And we feel like cancer is just like something that gets us and like a lot of these diseases just get us. But it's a, it's a product of our environment. Diabetes are a product of our environment, having a lot of sugar and all these products too, you know? Like right. that's, so that, that's basically like a toxic environment kind of, not to sound all 
like and that's privileged a, about it. That's but what yeah, creates a susceptible, um, you know, community, yeah. a community of people that are dying and sick and. Uh, but they're at a disadvantage because of their environment right because maybe that's where they are you know their parents migrated to and they just stayed there so i mean there's a lot of people born into these environments they had no control over i mean there are times you could possibly gain that control if you're fortunate enough to have an opportunity to leave that environment but some people don't because they're not even aware of how toxic that environment is and that's the issue that these uh toxicities they're not they're not promoting them. They're not going to scare people out of their minds. They're, I mean, they're going to scare people with, you know, viruses and stuff. But and the truth about that is too is like the common person in here in you know the United States they don't they're not versed in like most things that have to do with biology and physiology and our our relationship with the environment, our relationship with the microbiome, or even personal this. health. I mean, yeah, personal. Part. I mean, it sounds like fucked up to say that, but seriously, like, let's be honest. Most people don't even wash. They never really wash their hands in the bathroom or anything. Doesn't even matter. No one really would follow a lot of these social quote unquote norms for the most part. And even now, a lot of people don't wash their hands. They'll squirt hand sanitizer on, but they don't go for sure wash their hands and wash their mask every day or whatever. You know. But uh, I don't know where I went with that. I'm sorry. I think people, all those things are true because people are just ignorant to things that they should really know about. They want to live healthy. And it's not necessarily their fault. We're conditioned to be that way. We're conditioned to be dependent on someone else to give us answers about things we don't understand, which leaves us vulnerable. And, it, you know, we can be manipulated and we can be targeted because we just don't know. But in a day of, an age of today, you know, we have the, the tools to, you know, reach information that isn't given to us easily it's whether or not we know to look for things so people just don't know how to help themselves because they're not they're not even aware of the toxic environment that they're in or that they're even under attack but that's by design that's absolutely it. it's by design it's kind of like uh like i brought up sugar it being in every product a heavy component of it and it's usually corn syrup which are growing massive quantities in the mid midwest you know of the united states is what we're talking about so obviously it being in all the foods contributes to diabetes and these other disorders that are very through the roof for a society to have as a collective. Yeah. It's, it's without a, a doubt. And the reality is, is um, that means you're more susceptible to any kind of disease in general. Any condition that would be detrimental. Us. That's us. I mean, I mean, everyone like yeah. in the society and it all affects, we, we all affect each other. I never understood the idea that healthcare being kind of worked into the taxes it's not free that's worked into the taxes we already pay for all this other stuff if you want to say that that's socialist then why do we have highways and fucking all the shit we pay taxes for yeah you know it's a positive form right so i guess what i'm saying is is like i don't understand the idea that uh you have to pay for public health care through the roof because health care in the public eye and in the public world affects the rest of the public world. Fuck. I think know. I know where you're going with it though because um, like healthcare in general, like if you don't have the money to go to a private practice, to go see a doctor or any professional who is very passionate about their career and you know aiding to your health and right. helping you recover, helping you reverse disease, um, you're going to be left vulnerable following these these doctors you know because this isn't every doctor but there are a lot of doctors because of the the profession and the money associated with the profession and the industries that have a lot like a lock on the influence 
of that profession. There's ways that these doctors make a lot of money by just kind of following along. You don't have to be the most charismatic person. You don't have to be somebody who wants to heal people. It's a career. It's a career that uh, has a lot of investment in it. You have to pay out the ass. But you do have to have a, I mean, there are brilliant people. Obviously, you do have to go through the curriculum and you, you do have to basically go through this maze to become a doctor. But uh, not, not all doctors are the same. And they shouldn't all be held, because of their title, be held to this on this pedestal of um, whether or not we should trust their information or trust their word. Because not everybody is looking out for the best interest of us. You know, they're not looking out for the health of the community. They're looking out for their pocket, you know, looking out for their relationship with these big companies. Per use. Per use. Says history as it yeah. repeats itself every day. Yeah, and it's sad, but we do need to be aware of that. And right. it's unfortunate that people who um, who can't afford to go to these particular doctors, who afford to go through private practices where they actually know the physician, they're left to go to these clinics where these other doctors are there, and they see thousands of people in a week. You know, and they 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 can't have this relationship with their their patients where they they're not there to study you. They're there to just follow policy. They're there to just follow what the guide is, which is, uh, if, you know, if your blood says this, then, you know, I'm taught to give you this and let's, let's change, let's make a physio physio physiological change in your body to get your numbers back where I want them. There's, that, that's why, like, you know, when you, it's more like they medicate the symptoms instead of trying to figure out why those symptoms are occurring, because mm -hmm. that's what's important. Like, we have intelligent bodies you know, and people need to know that, that we're, our bodies aren't stupid. Like we weren't created, we haven't survived for millennia because some like the earth and our being, you know, just forgot to create a intelligent immune system. Like we're alive today because our immune system is extremely intelligent. And our bodies are far more intelligent than our mind will ever be. And that's not by accident either. We're conditioned to not know very important things about us and about our relationship with our environment because it leaves us vulnerable to these industries that can make money off of us and have you know create a short life for us because of toxicity and manipulation through practices that were detrimental you know absolutely so uh, but what i'm trying to say is i understand there's a lot of people that fall victim because of a financial status and that's not that's sometimes not always their fault and and it's it's plain as arguments even on the television often in the modern world still of the homeless people are just breeding the virus so we have to give them money and stuff but it's like dude this is the problem people are people and they're still on the earth what is this idea that they're a different class so therefore they're we don't interact but in a way we do interact through the symbiotic web of all humanity because if it is a, there's a disease involved that gets transmitted each person is equally we could argue equally kind of susceptible in a statistical sense to infect the rest of the the population as well a homeless person on the corner just saying hey can you give me some change and the guy goes yeah oh yeah and then they're talking for a second and if it was this COVID thing when it was popping off that guy if that homeless guy had it he was just breathing it all under the businessman in his coat and, and then maybe that businessman got COVID, right, from the homeless man that was asymptomatic, didn't know. But the reality is, would you blame it because the homeless man is a poor economic situation? 
because it's almost like that's what it's looked like if you have a sickness, if you have a health issue in general, to get coverage, I'm saying, to get to get help out of it at all, to have insurance, right? Otherwise, they jack the prices through the roof. It's a system in which it's self-feeding. Feeding the insurance industry with a money grab situation that becomes essentially an experiment because you're getting whatever care at the low level that I live at of, of income, like I'm basically in poverty. <laughs> my healthcare my entire life has been like mediocre to say the least, you know? And because I've never gotten results, answers really for anything, I've not found a doctor I can trust and it'll just tell me what's actually going on, spoon it out, like what the science is, what's actually happening in the situation. It's usually just, oh yeah, you, you got a virus. We couldn't test you. All the things we tested you for you don't have, we don't know what it is. Here's an antibiotic. That's right. what I got a lot in my life, and it's fucked me up. For a viral infections. For a viral infections. They would give me antibiotics just for bacterial infections. If you didn't know, listener, I hope you know. There is a, a difference. It's there, a big difference. There's a big difference. Right. Well, all I was trying to say is that I think that public health care to me is not socialistic. I guess that's – if you want to fucking look at it like that, I guess. But then you would have to say that the firefighters are socialist because we pay for that out of taxes – to have them help save our lives, you know. Um, I, I think that pe- there should be included in our taxes, even if that went up. Fucking A, man. Because rich man out there, elitist, whatever, if that's a thing, if you even were listening to this shit, point is, is if you think that us down here on the bottom of the pyramid, the foundation of your pyramid scheme here, don't matter and it doesn't matter if we have health care and we're being taken care of so we don't get sick very often isn't going to affect you look at the pandemic of 2020 it affected everybody everybody world fucking wide and we're just struggling now all of us worldwide so it does affect the lower income people the higher income people it doesn't matter a virus is a virus sicknesses are sicknesses humans are humans Biology is biology. It bonds with each other. So it doesn't matter what... Biology doesn't see class. Viruses don't see caste. They see a, a, a host. They see a body. Yeah, they see a host. And they, they rely on our body just like we rely on them. Viruses in our environment. And they play a role. And they, they are very, very important to humans. And in, you know when it comes to adapting to the environment and in evolution. Like we do use viruses. But um, whether you're susceptible to a pathogenic virus, uh, it depends on the individual and, you know, what the environment in their body looks like, how their immune system looks like. And if we're talking about the United States, the majority of people in this country are very ill. They're very sick. They're very susceptible. On the edge. So regardless if the world was exposed to one virus or not, not everybody was going to be affected by it. There are a lot of people who would test positive for it and they're asymptomatic because the virus wasn't allowed to replicate itself in the body and you know destroy tissue and cause damage and turn genes off and on it hit itself you know somehow i don't know if it hit itself i think the body just was strong enough to control it as when it when it came to you know being exposed to it but some people don't have efficient immune systems i mean if you look at this country in general how many people have autoimmune conditions how many people have cancer immune system that's not working. and the reality is is not to say that like okay if you're unhealthy then covid's gonna kill you it's we don't obviously no one wants that to be the case it's just the reality so what we really should be taking this more seriously as a nation because of our already at odds health conditions yeah we were already dying in very bad rates i mean if you looked at statistics it was it, it looks like an extinction 
that was happening to our species. It's like every generation sicker and sicker. I mean, even today, talk about pediatric health. I mean, I think it's like literally more than 50% of children today from the ages of like 5 to 12 have some type of chronic illness. And that's that's a horrible number, dude. I mean, if you really think that's like a, a population, we're talking about children, those are going to, I mean, those are supposed to be adults, the people that grow up and reproduce and continue our species. So if we're saying, if we're seeing that the children are becoming chronically ill and have, have more disabilities than ever, we're seeing the demise of our species. And um, people have just never been aware of that. I feel like people are nowadays, you know, because a lot of people are looking at numbers of deaths, right? But the numbers of deaths, they haven't changed too much. They've already been high and they've been climbing for the last few decades, century, you know? And a lot of it has to do with the environment. And it's not every community that's dying from any virus small communities like if we even talk about people who are susceptible to measles polio typhus and all these different um you know diseases that were present back in the early 1900s most of the people that died from those diseases and you know those pathogens were people that lived in horrible conditions people that lived in the city right after the industrial period boomed and they were literally living in old factories where the air was just poisonous. The and air they're all stagnant. on top of each other, yeah, like a FEMA living, camp or living a in their own filth, ice camp or some bullshit. Large amounts of fecal matter, not only from their neighbors who were sick. Because it's not just like that they were exposed to large amounts of fecal matter, but it was fecal matter from a sick person. You know, there's so much disease present. It was a perfect environment for, this disease, for these viruses to you know live in a host because the body was very susceptible the environment of that body was weakened from the environment that that human lived in so that's something that's very important when you look at numbers of people that die from any virus you should see you should really know the individual individual and and see their health and what could have led to the demise because that matters and that's why everyone everyone can be exposed to one thing and not everyone's gonna be affected by it because we're all we all have something special going on in our body based on how we grew up, what we grew up eating, uh, what type of environment we lived in, what was in our water, what was in our air, what was in our soil, all those things matter. What's in the products that you consume, things that are heavy in lead, heavy metals, you're gonna see a population of children that have a lot of disabilities, cognitive functions, uh, when it comes to speech and learning and going through curriculum, they're all gonna struggle. And it's not because they're just born retarded, that is not it. We're all born with the ability to have a brilliant mind and to have optimal health but you're not given that chance if you're born in a toxic environment and from day one you're exposed to toxic heavy metals that are just wreaking havoc on your gut wreaking havoc on your brain and those are going to affect you as you grow up in life and it's 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 sad it's sad that people don't even see that we want to look at people and look at them like they're lesser than us because they're just retarded or something but it's not true all these people everybody is a product of their environment so what does the environment look like? That's what people should be paying attention to. Absolutely. That's absolutely why I think even Black Lives Matter with that whole situation in general that people – I cannot believe that the news like Tucker Carlson I'm speaking more specifically about twisting shit so far upside down you can't even trust anything anymore. Why would you watch that at that point? It's sad but it works. It's effective. Like with Black Lives Matter – now just bear with me for the stretch here but it's it, it's relatable – um, that is something that is obvious to most of us. Black lives do matter. We would never want to put a knee on someone's neck and kill them 
because of the color of their skin, you know, or because of even anything really. <laughs> Unless it was real bad, like they fucking killed your mama right there. That is just a representation of what happens all the time. That was a reflection of our environment. Right. That was not just one incident. That was not just one name that passed away that day. That is a reflection of our environment. And you're damn straight it's going to fire the people up. And regardless, during 2020, I don't know how our leaders didn't think there was going to be civil unrest and political unrest. That's, of course, what happens when a pandemic pops off in the world. This is minor um, to me, like even Portland, Oregon, it's minor shit. This is small potato shit happening right here. It's kind of crazy. You know, they're, those people aren't that crazy. I don't think they're doing the right thing in some ways, but I think that they originally were and they weren't heard. And now it's come to desperate measures, more infamous measures to let, let the world watch. So hopefully it will resonate and people will see the reflection of our environment, but it's because no one was listening. That's a reflection of our environment too. That often happens. The echoes aren't heard through the walls still. I'm waiting for the boomerang to come back and people will open their eyes back up like they did three months ago, four months ago when George Floyd got murdered. I don't even say he died. He got murdered, son. Maybe. All these people that got murdered. If I would have died at the hands of those sheriffs, I would have been murdered, but it would have been justified by the law. By self-defense in the officer's eyes or some shit. Because he didn't want to cooperate and just get arrested somehow while we were beating the fucking shit out of him with his face in the dirt. It's not about me. It's just the reality that that's a reflection of our environment. What My story. George Floyd's story. Ahmaud Aubrey's story. That's a reflection of our environment in this nation. So I ask the listener today to look in the mirror. And metaphorically, not just literally go look at yourself and be like, ooh. Because you look good. Don't even worry about it. Think metaphorically. Look at yourself metaphorically in the mirror. And put it up close and see who you are. And if there's corrections to be made, denounce it and handle that shit. Because it makes you a better person. No matter what. It makes you more symbiotic. It makes you realize the places where you are disconnected. So you can maybe allow those connections to rekindle themselves. Yeah, this is an important time to really look at yourself and look at your environment, look at your community and see what you can do to create a healthy community, which will then will then produce healthy individuals. And that's what we need. A healthy society collectively and individually, if you're an individualist. It starts with knowledge. It starts with knowing how to protect yourself. And when people present you with, with information that might not be with you know what you believe currently like you got to try to have an open mind because sometimes the things that we know as facts and truth are not truths they're more like conditioned ideas because you know like we our thoughts feed industries our thoughts create a vulnerability in us you know and people can take advantage of us not knowing the truth so when you hear some information that might rock you a little bit do your research, though. Don't just believe things. Even things that you hear from mainstream sources, don't just hop on it. you got to really understand what's being said and understand your reality. So, But you got to believe, brother. Yeah. you got to believe just, the word and all the skeptical. juices that are flying at you from my mouth as I'm speaking on the teleprompter. 
I say believe. Stay skeptical. Stay skeptical. Keep trying to learn. Hell yeah. Don't just blindly believe anything and don't believe everything. Just keep asking questions. Reserve your beliefs for very important matters. Yes. Very important matters. But we can change, man. We can change, and that's that's the positive in this is uh, we evolve as a species, and we can evolve we can evolve into something way better than what we have right now. We can do it together. We're on the way. The local skeptic, everybody. Thank you so much for coming, bro. Thank you for having me, man. Hell yeah! Thank you for listening. Check us out on Instagram at symbiosisnow.podcast. Let us know what should we talk about. You got to tell the local skeptic and I what the fuck to talk about. Care about you. Spectacle, a late culture, image, spectacle, superficiality. Our thoughts feed industries.